0: Hey, Carm here, and welcome to episode 404. Now, you know how much I'm about the education of our youth and encouraging them to find a career in the aftermarket. Well, this episode is all about that. C-A-W-A has done something that has not been done before. And I'm with C-A-W-A President Rodney Perini to go deeper than the headlines with what's been said is a first in the country to provide special support to high school automotive teachers to help ensure the future of the aftermarket industry. Now, here's a taste.
1: Uh, We believe that our our membership is ready, willing, and able to supply these high school programs with products, tools, and other resources for classroom use, as well as to provide that instructor with access to industry training that our members are doing now. So it's just beyond the allocation of money.
0: Welcome, aftermarketers, to Remarkable Results Radio. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey, Carm Capriato here on the Aftermarket Super Learning Highway. And as you know so well, we bring you in-depth stories because the headlines sometimes never tell the rest of the story. This is a great one that shows a dedication to the industry from CAWA. Now, more in a minute. Hey, have you written down APEX on your calendar yet? Well, I find that even in this technology-driven world, nothing beats the face-to-face meetings I've had at APEX. Now, when you shake a hand and look them in the eye, that brings a powerful bond that happens only when you are face-to-face. Now plan now to attend Apex, November 5th through the 7th at the Sands Expo in Las Vegas. For information, visit aapexshow.com. I'll be out and about in 2019, and I hope to meet you. Please stop by and say hi and ask for a sticker for your favorite podcast. And don't forget about two things you must partake in on my website, the AMI page where you can listen to Town Hall Academy podcasts and earn elective credits towards your AAM or AMAM certification. And, hey, don't miss the books page. Leaders are readers, and all books mentioned on the podcast are there for you. Now, with me is Rodney Perini, the President and Chief Executive Officer of the California Automotive Wholesalers Association, and we know them affectionately as C-A-W-A. Recently, the University of the Aftermarket granted $25,000 to C-A-W-A for a program that will give access to automotive products for classrooms and access to industry training for teachers. Now, since our industry instructors provide a valuable service to our industry, this grant is a huge boost for the community, the industry, and it provides our instructors the needed support in enhancing their trade. This will also ensure a bright future for our aftermarket students in their quest to become a member of the automotive trade. Find this episode's talking points and Rodney's bio at RemarkableResults.biz E-404. This is another great story and ingredient in the commitment to continuing education that we all need to get behind. Now, listen to Learn Just One Thing. Hey, a warm welcome to Rodney Perini, President and CEO of CAWA. There's another acronym in our wonderful industry. Hi, Rodney.
1: Hi. Hi, Carm. How are you?
0: CAWA, what's it stand for?
1: California Automotive Wholesalers Association. Although we have subsidiaries in Nevada and Arizona as well.
0: So multi-state organization. Correct. The jobbers, the warehouse distributors, the manufacturers, huh?
1: Correct. Manufacturers rep and all the retailers as well.
0: It's such an important part of our, of our industry. I think back in the day that if it wasn't for that supply side of our industry, we wouldn't have one. So you're here because I want to talk about this twenty five thousand dollar grant that you received from the University of the Aftermarket, and the minute I read that, knowing you know my background in the industry and what I do as a podcaster, I had to bring you on to talk about it and to figure out where did this all come from? What was the what was the the conceived idea from your leadership that said, hey, we need to get some money to do something about education?
1: Yeah, it was very interesting. One of our leaders, actually, his name is Boris Koda from Akabono Corporation had read in a trade journal one day about a high school teacher not being able to continue their program because of funds. And so he came to the leadership and said, look, we have a scholarship program now that we give awards to students that are interested in careers in the automotive aftermarket. What about preserving these high school programs? Can we contribute some scholarship funds to those programs to ensure uh, that they get the help they need to stay, um, you know, relevant and vibrant uh, in, in today's economy. And so the board uh, unanimously supported that concept. So then we began our due diligence process, where we searched throughout the country to determine were there any programs like this that we could model rather than reinvent the wheel. And we found that we couldn't find a program similar to this. I mean, there there are different programs out there, as you well know, but nothing specifically to what we had in mind. So that's when we began to develop the program, to think it through, to discuss it with high school teachers, community college teachers, people in the industry, et cetera, to figure out what's the best approach to make uh, to get this program off the ground. And we also felt we needed some seed money to do so, and that's why we went to the University of the Aftermarket Foundation, which we we're great, very grateful that uh, they decided that the program was worthwhile uh, and uh, contributed $25,000 to assist us in implementing the program in 2019.
0: I heard you say seed money. That's interesting. Are you going to be constantly looking for new funds and more funds?
1: Yeah, we're going to, uh, one of the arguments we made in the proposal was that we needed the seed money to begin the process, but it then became our responsibility as a trade association to raise the necessary funds to continue the program into the future. So that is our plan.
0: How are you plan on doing that?
1: We do an annual dinner at uh, the Sunday night before Apex SEMA. Uh, where this year we raised $34,000 for scholarship money thanks to Motor Car Parts of America that underwrites the total program, which allows us to put all the funds that we garner for that evening, whether it be registration fees, uh, results of the auction, uh, or other contributions from the industry uh, so that we can put all of those funds directly into our scholarship program.
0: Hey, Carm here. You know the number one reason shop owners attend Apex is to see the very latest new products and technologies? And in my opinion, a close second is the opportunity to meet face-to-face with your peers to discuss issues and find new opportunities. And let's not forget how much fun it is to get together with friends in the industry, both old and new. You know, Apex is the one place to see all the people, products, services, and technology that affect your business And your profits. Plus, you'll get to participate in the best industry training while you're there. You know, in terms of value, you'll take so much more home with you than the cost of your trip to Apex. Now, mark your calendar now to attend Apex 2019. It's November 5th through the 7th at the Sands Expo in Las Vegas. To learn more, visit aapexshow.com. Hope to see you there. Okay, so you've got your own scholarship program. Now you're adding this $25,000 aftermarket grant. Is it, Are they two separate programs, or are they going to be all one?
1: They're going to be all one, but they're going to be managed uh, separately so that we can keep track not only of the processes of those two programs, but the allocation of money both coming to the program and going out from the program.
0: Scholarships, scholarships, scholarships. It's, it's been kind of a key and a buzzword for me lately. In fact, I'm doing a live CarmCast on the 16th uh, with Bobby Bassett and an entire group of counselors and students. And we're talking about the University of the Aftermarket Scholarship Fund. There's a ton of money there. How do we get access to it? Uh, What are people using it for? So I, I, I am so happy to see what you're doing because it just seems to me if we're going to seed our industry with our youth, we need to have monies available and guess what there's monies available and like you said you were looking around to try to find programs like this i I am not sure that there's enough students or teachers out there that know that these programs exist
1: that's true as well and that's one of our challenges although we're going to be working with the california automotive teachers to make sure uh, that we can get the word out in this state and then working with some individual high school instructors in the states of Nevada and Arizona to assure that we get the information out to them. And, and Carm, our program is more than just the allocation of money. Uh, we believe that our, our membership is ready, willing, and able to supply these high school programs with products, tools, and other resources for classroom use as well as to provide that instructor with access to industry training that our members are doing now. So it's just beyond the allocation of money.
0: It's huge. It's amazing. It it almost needed to take a a technician shortage, quote-unquote, whatever that means to you today, to drive so many in the industry to, 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 to stop and think this through. But so many of our high schools are behind the times in equipment and in training, and in retiring instructors and poor environments, we, we just hear story after story about this. So here I am, a, a high school uh, teacher uh, at an automotive class. There's not much going on around us, and I need some money and I need some upgrades. How am I going to go about trying to tap into your funds? Are you, have you created a, a needs assessment, a, a some kind of form that I could apply?
1: Absolutely. We have a a draft draft application form as we speak. We're going to be meeting with our membership and education committee on January 31st uh, to refine that, to assure that we're asking the right questions so that we can look at each application and on its merits determine where that money should go or where that product should go or whether or not that instructor's looking to get access to industry training. So all that mechanism needs to be established before we actually roll the program out and inform the industry that it's available to them. And so our, our goal is to have everything in place and, and applications coming in by June of this year so that we can apply Our scholarship either money or access or tools and product for the classroom use uh, when the fall semester begins.
0: How are you advertising for this?
1: Again, we're going to go through um, the California Automotive Teachers. We also have contacts in Arizona and Nevada that will assist us in getting the word out to individual high school instructors. And, of course, we will promote it through the trade journals and other means, social media, uh, just to make sure that we're blanketing uh, the industry with the availability of this type of program.
0: I love the idea that you talked about that, you know, our, our, our schools need more than certain monies, we need support in other ways. Like you said, access to training, access to parts, access to equipment. And I had this wild idea, and I don't think it was mine, but I may have adopted it to be mine, where you'd sit down with a bunch of independents, walk, in, you know, service professionals, your customers, and walk into a, a department head of any automotive class, be it high school or post-secondary, and sit down with them and say, what can we do for you? And first of all, having the department chair fall over and say, what?
1: Absolutely. And as you well know, the the industry has got to be a critical part of these these programs as advisory group members and uh, people that give uh, industry expertise to that program, whether it be bringing people into the classroom to talk to the students or whether it be a scholarship program such as ours. But there has to be industry involvement.
0: Excited to see this. Uh, anyone who's listening, uh, they want to get involved. Do they want to send you guys an email or raise their hand and say, let me help? How do they get through to you guys?
1: It's pretty easy. Uh, we do have a website. Uh, it's CAWA.org. Our toll-free number is 800-332-2292, extension 1201. And then they can send an email to admin at C-A-W-A dot org. If they have interest in either receiving a scholarship, applying for a scholarship, or participating in the program as a member of the industry uh, to assure that we're successful in this, uh, in this endeavor.
0: Thanks so much for this. Now, let me ask you to switch your hat just a minute. Head of a trade organization of um, out there in California, where do you see uh, we're heading as an
1: industry? That's an interesting question I mean there's no question that we continue to see consolidation at all levels of 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 the industry, whether it's distribution or manufacturing um, so we, we see that the industry is evolving it's continuing to evolve uh, we're trying to be relevant uh, to the industry, and in what we do in our in our major function uh, is the fact that we're In the state capitals in our three states, promoting and protecting the interest of the aftermarket industry. We also see that we need to evolve as a trade group as well. So we're aggressively going after technology companies, e-commerce companies to sit down with the traditional aftermarket to assure that we're doing what we need to do to continue to be relevant to the industry and provide uh, member value and member benefits uh, that the industry is, uh, requires.
0: You said consolidation It was, I think, one of the first words you said, which seems to be everyone's hot button today. Is that affected your membership a
1: lot? No question. Um, not necessarily uh, through the manufacturing segment, but certainly through the distribution segment. Uh, we've seen some of our long-term A single-store jobber operations be uh, consolidated with other larger traditional aftermarket distributors as well as retailers. Uh, Retailers buying traditional jobbing stores is kind of a new phenomenon that we're seeing. So yeah, the consolidation that we see is principally uh, at the distribution level that's affecting our membership.
0: When you get together with your memberships and you see consolidation going on at the service professional level, are they concerned about that too?
1: I don't know that they're concerned. I think they understand that as the industry evolves and things become more complex, that there's going to be a natural you know, evolution of those businesses that our members are selling parts to, whether they're consolidating to get stronger and and to have more resources, or whether or not they're simply um, not going to be around in the future. So our, our members think that through uh, as, as independent business owners, um, and and they bring that thought process to their meetings when we meet in our leadership days.
0: I would love to be a fly on the wall there.
1: You're always welcome to attend any CAWA meeting. Oh, we very would welcome good. It.
0: I'm thrilled that you you gave me a few minutes of your time under a your a busy guide to talk about this is a big move in the industry to to have you know a, a distribution side uh, association make the commitment to help our the education process of our future technicians
1: yeah, and I think everybody plays a part in this. I mean we see our national brothers and sisters uh doing similar things, whether it be SEma or tech force. Um, interstate batteries, auto care associations. So there, there's a lot going on out there uh, with respect to this type of programming. Um, it would be a wonderful, I think, day when this is all kind of put together under a similar umbrella so that it's one-stop shopping for people that are either interested in scholarships or interested in receiving money uh, in order to continue their programs particularly at the secondary level. We think that that's very, very important. Great
0: point, Rodney. Wow. If you think about that big umbrella thing. We just talked consolidation a few moments ago. Yes. Thank you so much, Rodney Perini, president and CEO of CAWA, for bringing us this uh, great commitment that you have uh, for uh, improving and increasing the, uh, the commitment you have to
1: scholarships. Thank you, Carm, and thank you for the opportunity to express what we're doing out here in Sacramento. Uh, we think uh, if we're successful, and certainly we will be, that we could serve as a model for the rest of the country in developing these types of programs.
0: Amen. Thanks, man.
1: Okay. Thanks, Carm.
0: Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the Premier
1: Automotive Aftermarket Podcast. Until next time...